0: gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey.
1: Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's Three Dudes
2: with a View. Let's get it all! Welcome in. Thursday edition, Three Dudes with a View. Our last show of the week tomorrow, inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross, this station, this time. And we'll be back with you on Monday. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. And do we have Mr. York in with the
1: ship? We do not. All He's right. not with us yet, but hopefully he'll be with us we'll here, be here momentarily. I
2: want to thank Greg Colley for hosting the show yesterday. Uh, and... Uh, regular special guest dude debbie matthews is back here with us and she was in the arena with drake yesterday yes good morning how are y'all
1: good morning we all survived to live to tell about it the next day to
2: tell the tale uh,
1: <laughs>
2: yes
3: you said that you were getting calls at midnight i was getting calls at midnight i had a it was a strange day I had my um, one of my favorite people in the world is Chris Neal of Tim Neal uh, Heating and Cooling. And he called me, he said Debbie, I normally don't bother you about the radio stuff because I w- listen to you every day, but I have to call and let you know how I felt about today's show. He said, Man, what a day! So yeah, it was interesting, really interesting.
2: This York, you here?
3: Yeah, good morning, everybody.
2: Dude, number one, welcome,
3: Jim. Good morning.
2: Mr. York, we heard a tale this morning about uh, there's a bar somewhere here in town where they listen to our show. This show runs from 8 to 9, but also reruns at 5.30 uh, in the afternoon. And there's a bar somewhere in town where every time that you say Trump, they take a shot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they ought to be drunk by, by 20 minutes, huh? <laughs> no. no. Yeah,
3: Trump, 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 Trump. Yep. So, the, uh, that's good that's
4: stuff. Let them keep drinking. They
2: better they better wake up. <laughs> well, the uh uh we had a
3: deal go yesterday.
2: Okay. Uh it
3: was a 50-50 split, right? We got one, we lost one, right?
2: Well, that's true, but uh, we, we had a, a big victory on the Scenic River Bill to uh I was in Nashville along with I, I'm guessing there were over 300 Murray Countyans there. <clears throat> Supporting the Scenic River designation, there in front of the House Agriculture Committee uh, of the of the Tennessee State Legislature, it's they, you know, people said up there that it's the largest crowd they've seen uh, in support of uh, in support of anything in front of a House committee ever. Uh, They, I think the. who was it some one of the nashville news outlets had a, an article yesterday over how that's been the most talked about the most active uh the, the 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 bill that you wouldn't think that would cause a lot of uh interest or activity has been the the beehive of this legislature literally
3: um, well, I think I think that people are realizing that it's not just a Murray County treasure, it's a Tennessee state treasure or an international treasure of w- a water body, you know. For biology purposes, we need to preserve it as best we can in every way.
2: Yeah. So it passed out of the committee dealt. Passed out of the committee, it goes to the House rules. To the Rules Committee where the, the it, it seems to be Pretty close to a done deal. That it will be. It's already been passed by the Senate, and it'll be passed by the House. And so, uh, I think it's. We can pretty well say it's a done deal. Although there, it's going to be in front of the uh, Legislative Rules Committee next Monday at nine, and they are asking folks that you know uh, don't. Don't take your foot off the right. pedal. If you're interested, show up again in front of the house, in front of the legislative rules committee next Monday. So that's Monday the
3: twenty seventh at nine a.m. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. But even if it passes,
4: it's still uh, there's still a chance Tr- Trinity will uh, re- appeal it. Won't they? I
2: don't. Well, know there'd be no appeal from this. But I guess the yes, rephrase, rephrase the question: Will Trinity stop its efforts? No, they won't. Uh, Trinity has a reputation for never quitting. They've got deep pockets they come with rafts of lawyers and lobbyists. I mean, it, it'll kill this aspect of the argument uh, but they've still got an application in front of the Marshall Murray Solid Waste Board uh, to put in a dump and they're claiming, they, they're already claiming that the uh, this law does not prevent them from uh, putting in a dump because their grandfather uh Etc. and so forth. And so that's... So you're talking about a long court fight down the road, probably. I think that's what it's going to be, Ms. York.
3: We just need to offer to buy it from them.
2: Well, what Trinity does, I'm told what Trinity does around the country is, you know, they, they, they buy up these sites, they hang on to them with money and lawyers and lobbyists, they get them approved, uh, and then they just sell them to waste management. Is what That's do. exactly what they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: well, hey,
4: Clayton, in the news, Mister Jocelyn is asking Ogles to resign.
1: Yeah, I saw that, Mister York. Yeah, that 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 now now you got Republicans coming out big time and putting ads in newspapers. I mean, yeah, I feel
4: embarrassed, man. A wealthy Gee, national man.
2: Republican. Yeah. yeah. It's not good, uh, but he's buying ads in newspapers all around the country that uh, that demand that Andy Ogles resign. Kudos to a Republican who's got some backbone
4: and will stand up to the establishment.
2: Yeah,
1: it's it's not good for for the congressman. This just just this isn't going away. I mean, uh, it's,
2: it it seems like it's going to be something different every week. I mean. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, again, I judge Congressman by, by how he votes. And he hadn't voted for anything that... Uh, that <laughs> it probably
3: won't. No, yeah. he's saying he's voted the way he should be voting Yeah, he's, right he's now. voted.
2: As yeah. far as I know, he's voted the way he should, with the will of the district. But um, i tell you what it could do, Dale. <laughs> I, I do notice Republican leaders, though, are sort of starting
1: to step away. Exactly. Exactly. Um. You know, an endorsement from Governor Bill Lee, who, you know, I wouldn't say him and the congressman's uh, relationship is the best. I mean, it's going to make it hard for him next year to, to support him if stories like these keep coming out. And then if they have somebody that primaries him, then you could have a a situation where you got the governor supporting someone who's not the current congressman. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know
2: what's going to
1: happen. Clayton, I is- what I'm basically what I'm saying is I don't think the governor will end up endorsing Congressman Ogles next year if this stuff continues.
2: Well, probably not. There was uh the I mean it's I guess it was pretty widely known that the governor and Andy did not get along. No. <laughs> and the uh while he was county mayor and because of that um uh state grants to Columbia Mount Pleasant Murray County it uh, just didn't happen. Uh,
3: well, I meant, lead didn't the like governor
2: it like can
4: probably push Andy Ogles' resignation so he can appoint somebody.
3: I don't know if that's. He
2: probably th- would mind it. I know. <laughs> well,
3: you know, well, Andy. That's all of a good tw- way to get him out. Well, all of 21, you know, Andy basically campaigned to primary Billy. You do know that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So that may be the reason.
4: That yeah, the life. governor's got an opportunity he keep pushing that resignation and get him out of there, and then appoint his own person
2: i you know I, I mean who who there's a lot of speculation in that miss york but i, <laughs> I like you that's, poli-
4: that's good politics
0: <laughs> yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, laws of mercy um uh, yeah it, it it is what it is uh it's, well, I don't know what, what else can we say about that, Clayton. I Debbie? I,
3: I can't. It's say like a debacle. Thing. I can't it's say that anybody
2: here's shocked by any of this. I mean, no. I mean, hmm. we we tried on this show to tell people uh, before the primary, uh, you know, that that there was a lot going on and a strong suspicion of a whole lot more, which is the whole lot more is coming out now. And but see uh, now.
4: Delk, you all would rather see the ship sink than to try to save it, and you voted for him
2: anyway. Uh Short, you know, I'm a team player, and much more, much less so than you are. Bad <laughs> yeah. A bad team, well.
3: a disastrous team, doesn't make you a winner. <laughs> well. Well, it's it's the Republican, um, it's the uh, Republican base. Here that wants a Republican in Congress, and it really doesn't matter who it is. We want a Republican that can be strong and well, stand up to that, government. That you've shown and that, you've shown that, 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 Debbie. Yes, that's what we. Doesn't want. matter who it is—a dog, a cat, you we know, did, whatever. No, no, we're not identifying as dogs and cats, Jim. Like you don't. We do are. That, yeah. yeah, we are. But, um, but we want a Republican okay. that will stand strong, especially in D.C. So.
2: We'll see what happens. Well, Rob Fetterman, the Walking Dead, up in Pennsylvania, y'all, you're still supporting him. Now, what?
3: Well, this is the funniest story, isn't it? Because the guy goes into a mental hospital immediately, and his wife flees the country. So, what's going on there? I really? Don't know. I mean, his wife fled to Canada as soon as he was put in a mental hospital, and nobody's talking about that. So, I'm like, okay.
2: What the heck's going on I know. So I, will, bes- tell you, I will tell you. He smirks
3: people who have mental illness. That's great. I love you, Rick wait 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 wait, 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 wait. We, we didn't always say anything. No, no, no. Why, why would his wife... Why, I'm talking about his wife fleeing the country, why are you
4: talking about him in a mental hospital like it's a negative? I didn't say it's there's, a negative. There's, there's I a said lot of people he,
3: walking around that Jim, need
4: to be in a mental hospital. Jim,
3: Jim, listen. Don't don't talk yeah, to me about that.
2: Conflation, conflation. No,
3: you know, so... But we have we has a wife that has fled the country. So you ask yourself, well, what's no, no, she's
4: on? fled the country or not? She might have taken a vacation or something.
2: Okay. Uh, every report says she fled the country. <laughs> uh,
4: well, it's yeah, probably so a
3: right wing writer or
2: <laughs> okay. Or
3: we made her leave.
2: Yeah. Okay. Folks, I
3: I noticed
4: the abortion law has been kind of pulled back a little bit. They're allowing doctors to be more involved in in determining whether a patient is is, is toxic or or needs some some type of uh, relief from having a pregnancy. So that's a good thing.
2: Well, you know, I, I think that the hard line that Republicans are taking on that, uh, they're likely to uh, lose a whole generation of young Republican women, uh, yeah. if not a couple of generations. And uh, Republicans are going to have to do some soul searching on that one, folks. And the, what they pass there is not going to uh, prevent that from happening. So, yeah.
4: and like those five women in Texas, you know, they got a lawsuit against the, the state of Texas because all of them were almost deathly ill and, and, and very near death and, and have to abide by the laws of Texas. So, I think that encouraged well, some of these legislators to take another look at the,
2: the law that we have here in Tennessee. These 20 and 30 and even 40-year-old women uh, are, they're, they're going to leave the party if something's not done. It's got to be 12 to 15 weeks. Somewhere in there will take care of the problem. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the, the Tennessee Republican Party has got to decide over the next few years if they will remain in the majority or not. We we got to understand,
4: Delk, that your beliefs are your beliefs. Theocracy is not the type of government we want in this country.
2: Well, I don't see I'm it as I'm just can. being very practical. I mean, I, I want Republican. Uh, we've a Republican government has been good in Tennessee, and I want it to remain Republican government. And this is just suicide. If the uh, now, I'm not saying you know full term abortion or even, or full you know nine month abortion. Or, nobody wants to see that uh, except the nut jobs on the left. But 12, 15 weeks will keep. Uh, young women in the Republican fold, and um, that discussion's not being had this year, but it will happen.
4: But if they would get doctors involved in it, Dell, that's the whole thing. We got a bunch of people that, that, that farm cattle and pick corn up there making decisions about women's health. They don't know a thing. All they know is how to breed a calf. So we need doctors to help the legislators make good credible decisions.
2: Well, I don't know if we need doctors to do that, but one thing's for sure, uh, you know, it's not a good look. Uh, Typically those who are uh, stridently anti-abortion, viciously anti-abortion, typically are old white men. And that's, uh, you know, and so when you got old white men telling 20, 30 and even 40 year old women, what they can do with regard to their decisions, uh, it's not a good look, and it, it doesn't turn into just a disagreement. It turns into kind of hatred by the, or a betrayal, betrayal, a feeling of betrayal of those young women uh, where they're going to switch parties. And so, not even
4: young women. I, I, tell me a man who tells me he can control his wife, and I'll show you where a F-O-O-L lives.
2: Miss uh, <laughs> York I'd have to agree with you on that. Either
3: um. you
2: either you got an F O O L or you got an abuser, one or the other. All right. Let's <laughs> uh let's, let's, let's take a break and come back.
0: The mules are back in town. Mule Day 2023, the wagon train departs on Wednesday, headed to Murray County Park attend all four days Thursday, March 30th through Sunday, April 2nd. Mini mania show and the log pulling competition Thursday at 12 noon with the feed time race at 2 p.m. At 4 p.m., Jackpot Mule Races has some smoking fast mules all competing for cash and bragging rights for the title of the fastest mule in Tennessee. Friday at noon is the Driving Mule Show and at 6 p.m., the Gated Mule State Championship. Saturday is a big day. The Mule Day Parade on West 7th Street in downtown Columbia at 11 a.m. sharp. Then Pony Mule Pulling at noon Noon, Mule pulling Tennessee State Championships and the Skillington Draft Mule Show at 2 p.m. On Sunday, we have worship at 9 a.m., the Riding Mule Show at 11 a.m., and gospel singing at noon. Did I mention Friday and Saturday, ham and white bean plates are at only 10 bucks from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Visit muleday.com for a complete schedule of Mule Day events.
2: We're back. I'm doing number three, Delph Kennedy. That was Drake Collie just now telling us about Mule Day. Uh, And uh, it's not long, folks. And let's see. We've got, it's a week from Saturday. Yeah. And it all starts, as Drake said, uh, I think next Thursday. Actually, some things. Wednesday is the uh, wagon train. Yeah, yeah, and Clayton. Let's see. We will be broadcasting the Mule Day Parade live right here on this station. What at eleven a.m. Yes, Saturday? Sir.
1: Yes, sir. we will probably be on
2: the air a little bit before then, but yes, sir. We're, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can't make it to the parade, or if you just you know want to uh, listen live over your phone, uh, you know we'll have a description of the floats, and you know who, who they are and where they come from. Be, be able to tell you something about. Each entry in the parade, and so you may you may not be able to attend, and want to listen to the parade, or you may want to just listen to it on your phone while you watch the parade. It'd probably be a, a, a better experience to have somebody telling you about what you're seeing. All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? I'm doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. All right, regular special guest, to you, Debbie Matthews. How are you doing? So good. Good morning, everybody. All right, let's sort of return to some of the things that we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about what happened in the legislature yesterday. And the uh, we had a win for Murray County in the sense that the House Agriculture Committee did pass the Scenic River Bill to make uh, the Duck River a scenic river from Columbia to the Hickman County line. Uh, and it seems they're... they're couple more votes that have to be taken but it seems like it's pretty much a done deal uh and and that the duck river will be designated a state scenic river again though what that prohibits uh, private landowners can do anything that they presently are allowed to do on their land uh, what it does prohibit though uh the only thing that it prohibits are are dumps and this Trinity company wants to put in a dump out there, uh, and this will be a, a line of defense against that dump. Uh, although Trinity has got a raft of lawyers and lobbyists, and they have a reputation for just keeping on coming, so that fight's not over. We'll see. uh... What was unusual in front of that committee, though, is that the the committee a fellow named todd from over in jackson uh went to unusual lengths they pulled all sorts of dirty tricks uh they tried to get the uh the bill continued once again they tried to uh, amend the bill to take out the prohibition against dumps uh you know and I, i was telling some people i mean. This, this was a bill that did not affect anybody's county but uh, Scott Specky, Kip Kapley, and Joey Hensley. Uh, and it only affected Murray County. And the chair of that committee, from uh, the agriculture committees from Jackson, said that it was a property rights issue. And, uh, you know, I can understand that, that some people would feel it's a property rights issue. But the unusual lengths that he went to to try to block the bill where it didn't affect his district at all, uh and clearly you know, there were three hundred Murray counties there in favor of the bill. There was not a there was nobody there for Trinity, just just the owner and about ten or fifteen lawyers and lobbyists who were with him. And but no private citizen was there opposing the bill. Uh the so the, the, the this fellow Todd and a couple others who opposed the bill, their their opposition uh just seemed like it must have some other motivation, other than just an altruistic love of property are gonna, rights, are
3: we going to watch his bank accounts? Somebody's going to be watching.
2: You know, I, I have no idea, Debbie. And I, I don't want to go there, but I, I know. certainly, well, there's it's certainly their, their vehement opposition was outsized to just an, out, uh, an altruistic favor of property rights. You know, it really was. I mean, I, I can understand that if it was a statewide bill. Uh I can understand that if, if a perhaps a strong contingent had shown up against the bill. Uh I understand but, the property rights issue. I mean, well, I mean we I, all we all understand I, that. I, I get it. But I mean Murray Counties were there in mass, And I mean the, the yeah. city council, Columbia City Council unanimously endorsed this, the Murray County, County Commission, Commission unanimously endorsed. And you know, Murray County clearly uh told the legislature that in this case they're their uh, right to for access to clean water uh, trump the right of somebody to put a dump on their land. That's that's what it came down to. I mean, th- think you've about you've got competing property rights there. Exactly. And uh, Murray County clearly voiced what they thought was the most important one. Right. You know.
4: I mean, you the got- other issue. The other issue, Delk, is how many spinoff businesses are going to benefit from that dump being put there, and that's the other thing. Some of these legislators. Maybe looking at their own community of business people in their own community that's going to profit from having a dump in Murray County, regardless of what it does to the residents of Murray County, and that's that's always the danger uh, of dealing with with issues like this.
2: Well, Mr. York, I, I mean, I would agree that uh, you know that 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 kind of thing could come into play. However, I went to all the hearings and heard all the. Representatives speak, and I heard their questions, and I didn't hear a single one of them say anything like that. I'll well, they're be-
4: not going to tell. They're not going to admit they got business people just waiting, chomping at the bits, ready to get part of the action. You know, they're not going to tell you that.
3: Maybe that's I, something that the Jackson guy was tied in with somehow. I,
2: you know, they, it could be. I mean, I, uh, all I can say uh, is the his. His opposition to something happening in a county that was not in his district, not even close to him, uh, and doesn't affect his district or the rest of the state at all. Uh, and like I said, clearly Murray County said, you know, I mean the right to put an intake pipe in a river is a property right as well. right. And, uh, and Murray County was clearly saying that, that we feel that our right to withdraw Water from the river is more important than the right of an individual property owner to have a dump. Who, who's not from here? Who's or not ha- from here? Right, yeah. or
3: having to live here.
2: So anyway, their opposition seemed outsized. Uh, anyway, and, but we do appreciate Drake uh, sitting in. He taking, just
3: texted me saying something about not a drag queen. I got to see what this text is about. Okay.
2: Well, what Clayton? We got. Three phone calls from the same guy during the program yesterday. What happened? There?
1: <clears throat> that, that is correct. Uh, I talked to uh, Daniel yesterday, who uh, manages our station phone, and we had an individual calling three times uh, during the show to just really let us know that he's going to vote for Trump, and a lot <laughs> of it had to do with Drake. <laughs> <coughs> so,
4: yeah. Drake just tells the truth, Clayton. Y'all, y'all know that he tells the truth. And he lays it out there, and you all have a hard time of countering the truth and. That's what I've always told them. The truth overrides all this BS that's been going around.
2: Well, oh my Lord, uh, Jim. That, that's, you know, uh, Drake tells what he believes, and I respect that. On the other hand, uh, he got at least one fellow who maybe wasn't going to vote to vote for Trump, and I suspect he did a whole lot of fundraising for Trump yesterday. <laughs> well, he yeah. gave out the website and yeah. the information yeah. for yeah. us. And yeah. I mean, yeah, told everybody where to go to contribute. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I,
3: yeah, I'm still tired from yesterday. I'm still
2: tired. Oh, uh, Debbie, I I listened all, yesterday afternoon. I thought it sounded like you and Drake were about to just go across this table. Now, listen,
3: during break, <laughs> it never it, stopped. It, it didn't stop. It didn't stop. It rolled the whole hour, either on air or off air. It was, poor Clayton was like, I'm going to sit there. It was a mess. Oh, my gosh. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted.
1: I, I was in between the crossfire. Clay <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> kept going.
3: Save it for the show. And it was yeah. like we were anyway. Anyway, it didn't stop during break. It,
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, so it looks like your your buddy Trump. Now, go ahead and take a drink this afternoon, folks. Is inevitable that he might get some attention.
3: <laughs> oh, it's going to be a big day when he gets arrested.
2: Well, oh Lord, that's all, and that that just helps. That's now. just a, all the <laughs> what what's. The the people that are coming out of the woodwork, you know, who've been in their basement in their underwear, uh, who are so happy about Trump maybe getting arrested, uh, they're exposing what I've said many times, that the modern-day Democratic Party consists of mostly people who are easily diagnosable as mentally ill. And... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, and that's the other end and, of and, the spectrum. Well, that's this exposes it. This just this brings them out of the woodwork. They all get on TV. They're triggered. They're they're nut jobs. They're they're all <laughs> as they're all as nut job as Mooseman. You know. Yeah. You know, if you have ever <laughs> had a client that had had done the stuff that your
4: your 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 all superior one has done, would you
2: defend him, Miss Cli- Miss York? <laughs> The people I've I'm, the people I've defended over the years, uh, you know, the, the, Trump Trump is nothing. At best, is nothing but a jaywalker compared to them. What uh, about the rule of law, Odell?
4: It, it looks like he uses the rule. He uses the rule of law to his advantage. To Jim, the know,
2: Jim, but, you know, Jim, this payment, have, payments to your mistress are not political contributions. It's called Payments for Services Rendered. It's the world's <laughs> oldest profession, Mr. York. And
3: so so that's okay with you, right? Is it okay that Bill Clinton problem. paid Paula Jones $850,000, Jim? Was that <laughs> well, okay with you? Know, you? Because I, I haven't heard a word of you saying... Clin- Clinton, well, Clinton, got Clinton got his due. Did he? Clinton oh, got okay. his okay. due. So
4: and okay, um, now, tr- now Trump... Take another drink, folks. Trump... Don't get
2: it <laughs> <laughs> We need to find those fellas Maybe get them on. <laughs> yeah. You just need
3: to put a, a Zoom feed on them uh, that, that are part of this. You know, may
1: I have to get Drake and his Uber van to pick them up though. After listening to the show,
3: be... oh they're gonna need your bus, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical.
2: Uh, let, let's get those guys on. That'd be awesome. Uh, let, let me hit uh, on, on another the Broadcast subject. live from the bar one day.
4: <laughs> let, me, let me hit on another subject that's, that's going to be very critical in Tennessee. As you know, they're they're reviewing the logs or rolls that people receive in SNAP in Tennessee, not only Tennessee, but all states, because COVID gave them an extra dispensation. Uh, according to the last survey that was done in Nashville and in, in, in across the state, they surveyed 1,000 people and found that 43% of them were going to be food insecure, which means they didn't have enough money to buy food. Now, I don't know if those were seniors or people with children or what, but my question is what do you think Tennessee ought to do about that since people won't have as much money to purchase food with inflation running high. inflation's on the way down, according to uh, Jay Powell, but what will Tennessee do to bridge that gap to help people from not going hungry and children from not
2: going hungry? Del, what do you think? Well, Mr. York, Nobody wants anybody to go hungry, uh, Republican, Democrat, what have you. Now, I don't know much about this. It really, the answer, my answer is, I don't know. Uh, but what what your discussion implies, I think, is that, or what the information you have is that these SNAP payments were increased because of COVID. Well, right. COVID's over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so why didn't we hear that all these people were food insecure when the snap payments were lower before covid uh and are these snap payments going to be adjusted for inflation most of those federal programs are uh are uh, generously uh, adjusted for inflation yes they are um and uh um, so i mean th- those are two questions in my mind you know why why didn't this come up before covid at the at the old uh At the old funding level, and uh, are the even if we go back to the old funding level, will that be adjusted upward adequately for inflation? Now,
4: according to what I read, you know, state of Tennessee never reacted. They knew they were going to have to review the rolls and cut people uh, uh, reimbursements, but they haven't done anything. And my question is, what do you think Tennessee ought to do? if that's going to be an issue for people going hungry. I mean, churches, you know, we we look to the the charitable organizations to try to feed people and do things. They're bursting at the seams, helping people with different things. Look at Mike's organization, running disasters here and there. You can't expect charitable organizations to pick up the grip on everything. Well, so I, I'm it, saying, what do you think ten, the state of Tennessee ought to do the if situation, these people are,
2: are having SNAP problems? The situation needs to be uh, studied, that's for sure. But if COVID is being used as a shoehorn to permanently increase SNAP, I'm against it.
4: No, they, that's why they're cutting the rolls. They're not They going to covid doesn't apply anymore so
2: they're reducing the payments to people well makes sense covid's over i mean but i again i don't you know the problem so needs people to be, still gotta eat though Dell. the well, problem the needs to be studied mr I mean,
3: you're acting like people are absolutely helpless and have no idea what to do to fend for themselves the,
2: the problem needs to be studied and we need to know what's really going on i don't I don't set well, any. Ten, I don't set Tennessee's any stock in some BS it. survey by some leftist group. Uh, let's take but a break. and come back. Tennessee's
4: got all the data on who's getting SNAP and what they're getting. They ought to be taking some action.
2: I would hope that the state of Tennessee is studying the situation. Let's take a break. and Come back.
5: doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face
2: Truck today.
5: Alzheimer's Tennessee is kicking off the walk season with a celebration lunch for the 2023 Murray County Walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. Wednesday, April 12th, 1130 a.m., Blevins Hall, Williams Funeral Home, 2517 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Call 615-580-4244 or email Cheryl.Blanchard at TNALZ.org for more details. Visit www.alztennessee.org slash MurrayWalk to sign up to walk and start your team.
4: Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men
1: and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat, yet you have no balance to anything that you say. You act like a bunch of Southern (laughs) You are ridiculous. You're a horrible show. You're a horrible representation of Tennessee. Y'all are disgusting. You're disgusting human beings. And either balance it out with someone who has half a clue what they can talk about you got a bus driver up there acting like he's
4: better than him just because of what i have no idea what his points are other than what tucker carlson told him what to say y'all are a disgusting human beings you need to get off the
5: air three dudes with a view triggering liberals between dollywood and graceland monday through thursday from 8 to 9 a.m right here on wkom 101.7 fm
4: hello this is sergeant brian goats with columbia police department as a friendly reminder the annual Mule day parade is saturday april 1st road closures will take effect from 7 a.m to noon motorists traveling in columbia that morning should expect delays around garden and carmack west 7th and murray county park follow our facebook page at columbia pdtn for the most up-to-date information
2: All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jimmy Ort. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest, dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you?
3: I'm good. Because there was a big red rubber ball in the sky today. I mean, it's beautiful outside. It's supposed to
2: go up to 70-something degrees. I know, it's going to be glorious. Oh, me. Oh, my. My
3: arthritis appreciates hey. Hey, it. Hey, Clayton,
4: how's your brackets?
3: Uh, not bad. Uh, I still
1: got, I think, three of my four final four teams left. So that's well, good. Yeah, it's both both teams that I got in the national championship game are are still there. So I, I feel pretty good about it. We'll see.
3: Do you want to share who I, you've got in the national championship?
1: I got Alabama and Texas. Okay. There we go.
4: I bummed out because I was betting on Purdue.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a big upset. And, and thank you for bringing that up, Mr. York, because I do want to remind everybody that you can listen to tonight's Tennessee game in the Sweet 16 on our sister station, 103.7 to be
2: KRM. So Okay, and they're, the, and the they're guys playing, who beat the Blue Devils, folks.
3: Yes, and they're playing the team that beat Purdue, yep. right? right?
1: Florida Atlantic. No, that was FDU that beat Florida. Oh, but,
3: okay, I'm sorry. I was just looking at the initials earlier. So.
1: Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Uh, You know, they're out of Conference USA. It ought to be a pretty decent game. I
2: think Tennessee's got the advantage, though. All right. And uh, Bundy, folks, I'm going to go back to the legislature to to support the uh, Scenic River Bill in front of the Rules Committee of the legislature. It's a combined committee of both Senate and House members. Um, we're, We're not expecting... Opposition uh, there, but we're still all you know. Be safe, not sorry. So we're well. Still yeah, all...
3: their lobbyists are working on those people. Trust me, today they are. Yeah. So
2: and so we're we're gonna. I'm gonna be present along with others, and if you can be present out there, please do. Uh, it's pretty fun to see all your fellow Murray Countyans and go to the legislature, but. Uh, We're going to invite Drake to come back on Monday. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if if, – I hope he's willing. We appreciate what he's doing. and it, it 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 gives you an hour of pretty lively radio, folks. <laughs> Probably get those guys down at the bar. I'm the not on time.
3: Monday, so, hey, we'll see what happens.
2: Oh, Kerry yeah. Powers versus Drake. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, my. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Well, I hope he's willing to do it and available. Uh, and, uh, and I'll be back on tuesday Um, in other news though we haven't finished up from the legislature there was another bill uh, important to murray county in front of the what was it the house property committee i think i think that was it Uh, and the uh, that would that was it's it's called the Property Taxpayers Relief Act, which just uh,
3: it's about the impact fees. It's they about impact have just fees. Named it the impact fees because everybody's going, "What happened to our impact fee bill?" And it's like, "No, it's been changed to
2: this name." Well, that cha- was cha- it was changed. It's impact fees. is what it was is, and the name was changed to try to make it more palatable. There was, uh, subs- now, this one was different. I mean the. Lobbyists for the realtors and the developers were swarming uh, the Hill. I mean, swarming the committee, just swarming. And uh, they um, were opposed to it and um, it went down. So, impact fees will have to uh, try to, you know, it'll have to try to be repackaged in a way that can get some enough support to pass. Uh, we'll have to revisit that next year.
3: So, um, from what I understand, um is that the last county commission basically made a deal that they were going to do 50 million dollars 50 million dollars and 50 million dollars 3 years in a row for funding because we have to. That was at least the promise of the last commission. And I think the school board's working in good faith that that's going to occur. So, again, I think property owners are going to take it on the chin. We need we need a different revenue source to pay for this impact stuff.
2: So, Well, there were a lot of commissioners there, and there was a lot of talk of the county just simply declaring a moratorium on new development. And uh, I'm not sure how that would work. First of all, most Well, then you
3: get into property rights issues for sure.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it works for me. I mean, something, something needs to be done. These people need to be paying their fair share, and they're not. Uh, but uh, I think the county, most of the growth is occurring in uh, the city of Columbia and the cities of Spring Hill. The county has no control over that. Uh and again that gets you back to the old problem is, you know, oh heck we'll we'll let you build it. Uh the county's paying for the school. You know? Right. That's exactly right. So what a what a Columbia Spring Hill care, they're not paying for the school. That's right. And uh and you know, that's it's
3: you know, I I wrote a letter on behalf of the supportive impact yeah. fees. I've never seen a person not buy in Williamson County or a builder not build in Williamson County because there's impact fees.
2: No, however, says that.
3: I have seen people not buy in Murray County because of the schools' performance and the amount of schools here. That's that is for sure. So mo- money is leaving Murray County and seeping to Williamson when you've got families that look specifically at the schools. And so we've got a we've got a challenge here that we've got to fix.
2: We have to fix it. Yeah, we do. And, um, you know, Debbie, I don't have school-age children anymore, but uh, it's a problem. Miss York, you about to say something?
4: Yeah, I was going to say uh, that that's Achilles' heel for, for those areas that don't have good school systems. You want to bring business here, but business is reluctant to come if you don't have a Class A school system. So it's like a Catch-22. It is. You've got to, you've got to get education to where it's credible. And if it's credible, people come and they bring their businesses and and big businesses move here. Then you have a, a problem with: do we have enough people f- to, for accountable workforce? And we don't have that either. So you know it, it's bad on both hands. We're just be a bedroom community, and people are, are,
2: are reluctant to to want to have that kind of uh, stigma on them. But that's what you're gonna wind up being. Yeah, and folks need to understand. I I think I take it for granted that everybody knows this, but. in in murray county at least and the situation not going to change schools are paid for by county government uh... the cities of spring hill and cities of columbia provide zero funding to the schools they run zero schools uh... and i mean it's not you know some some counties around the state have special school districts where they do have city schools we don't and that situation is not going to change i can't see any political impetus to make that happen uh, here in Murray County, but well, so arguably the cities, but they
4: still get liquor tax uh, and, and marriage license tax and stuff like that. Dale. countywide,
2: true, but the county bears one hundred percent of the burden of running and operating and building the schools. Um, and well, other than I mean, they get some, they get state money and they get some federal money, uh, but the, the county is the one who. Uh, bills and operates the schools, and they bear the burden. Spring Hill and Columbia, city of Columbia, contribute zero. Right. Yet those two cities control probably 90% of the growth Right. because right. the county has no power to control or zone or do anything within the borders of those cities. The cities are the ones who approve the development and say, county, here you go, 750 new homes, build them a school. You know. My
4: my question, though, Delk, is why aren't people, why aren't people that come here, why aren't builders more energetic building in Columbia than they are in Spring Hill? What's the difference? Well, they What's the environment it. that creates that difference where they'd prefer to build in Spring Hill rather than build in Columbia? Well, that's where the it demand. It can be land area. Well, that's where the that's, demand the, is, Mr. Hill. The
3: building is coming in the Columbia City limits, right there in Neapolis. I mean. That's in Columbia City Limits. I mean, Spring Hill is also growing, but it's geography, Jim. I mean, it's close to 65. It's up there where the new schools are yeah, going Yeah, those people in. are
2: working to the north most yeah.
3: of the time. Or they're working in Spring Hill at the plant. They're, they're
2: not working down here in Columbia.
4: Um, well, that's what I'm saying. We don't have the commerce in the Murray County area to keep them here.
3: Well, Spring Hill is county, I don't Jim. get your point. Spring Hill is I'm county. I'm saying
4: businesses... You know, you got all types of businesses in north of us—financial, healthcare, and all all type of businesses. But we don't have that as a home base here in Murray County. I don't. Yeah, we do. We (laughs) have.
3: have, Well, Murray Regional is a huge employer and a huge draw, and it's straight in Columbia. Farm Bureau is in Columbia proper, which is one of the largest organizations in the nation. You know, so we're,
2: we're fully employed here with good jobs. I mean, I don't get your point. Uh, good jobs for who, though? Uh, anybody who gets out of class for them. A small number of people
4: are in the top echelon at, at, at Farm Bureau. Hospitals, you got doctors, yeah. You got nurses, bloods, yeah.
3: nurses, radiologists, They are the biggest employers, globalists. yeah.
4: I go along with that. Okay. But what other type jobs? Is there a diversity of job types that make good salaries? And I'm talking about over $60,000 a
2: year that exists in columbia you just don't have it yeah we do too uh and I mean, maybe the spring hill counts you know i mean uh this new ultimum plant for one is going to employ 1700 people at salaries like that uh,
4: that's coming that's coming it's not here yet. we already but uh, you GM know the, the ford company that.
2: that came in from california they're paying that kind of money they uh, if you got the skills, you you're gonna get a job paying that in Columbia or in Murray County. All right, folks, we will be back probably with Drake Kylie on Monday. Um, you got Hello. a
1: text message he has
2: confirmed he will be here. All right. Come on,
4: Drake. May the Lord Let's bless make him drink. I'm telling, drink. <laughs> I'm telling you. Drake makes him drink. I'm telling
2: you. I'll see you Tuesday. Drake will be here on Monday. Nice.
4: <laughs> Have a great weekend, folks.
2: Yeah.